You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, Why Not Mint Money is a daily podcast on personal finance that helps you get smart about managing money. We help you understand basic money concepts to keep you from making bad money mistakes. Why Not Mint Money is your one-stop solution to money matters. So, let's get started. Welcome to your money journey. The pandemic acted as a catalyst in increasing the number of cyber crime across the world. According to the latest report by the National Crime Record Bureau, India recorded around 50,000 cases of cyber crime in 2020. That is around 11% surge in such offenses over the previous year. Hello and welcome to Why Not Mint Money. I'm Navneet Dubey from the Mint Money team and today I have Subhajit Mandal with me. He is a CFA and co-founder India Insurtech Association and Cyber Syria. He will tell us about the nitty-gritties of cyber insurance. Hi Subhajit. Coming up with straight away to the first question is like what is cyber insurance? So cyber insurance Navneet can be classified broadly into two categories like most insurances are one is for individuals and one is for companies so when it comes to individuals you would have seen a lot of news in the recent past and when i mean recent past in the last couple of 2 uh, to 3 years where people's okay. accounts are being uh, breached meaning somebody gave away their otp by mistake because they thought they were speaking to the bank and uh, that led to the attacker taking money out of their uh, customers uh, bank account right so that right. is one way uh, customers lose then there is identity theft so people's identity passport details all get stolen and then they are used for other criminal purposes so that's on a personal level there are various other financial crimes that a cyber insurance for an individual protects against then there is cyber insurance for business very similar again if a business gets breached or attack and their data gets lost owing to that breach or somebody holds them uh, account holds them ransom so it's almost uh, closer to terrorism in one way cyber terrorism so the company's details will be encrypted and they will be say you pay up uh, one bitcoin two bitcoin and then only we will release your data so events like these are covered under cyber insurance and that is what we are looking at so like how individuals are covered for instance you know somebody stole the uh, uh, you know id password of bank account and you know they take out some money in that case will the insurance will cover that amount I mean, it all is... depends on the specificness of the insurance company uh, let's say what are the things generally covered in a in a broad personal cyber insurance there will be some coverages where the person will have remediation as to how to understand where that data has been leaked how much data has been leaked depending on how the money was lost if it is proven that the customer had no fault of theirs because you see if the customer knowingly gives their uh, otp to somebody who is not from the bank then the customer is also at a fault in in some way or the other right yes we can say the customer wasn't educated and a various things but um, it is a form of cheating and in that process the customer may be covered to certain extent but the details will depend on the policy i'm being very careful these are regulatory matters as you know insurance uh, but it depends on the policy okay, and yes. sometimes these are covered if for example let's say the email was hacked into and then the person then the attacker got the otp from the email and then stole money 
uh, then that is a more probable case for the customer to have a certain amount of coverage whatever the insurance policy uh, defines so nowadays people are you know stealing the pan card of uh, individuals through this online frauds and you know they are taking loans against so that way i mean can anybody uh, take a pan and you know get loan and will it be covered under the insurance so Come let's on. be very specific on the question right so an insurance covers financial losses uh, that is what the insurance covers right so let's take the example your pan card was stolen by a person b who then went took a loan now your uh, uh, and then they didn't pay off the loan so your scorecard got hampered and right. are you uh, hampering are you facing any financial losses potentially if you apply for a new loan you might not get it and at this point if you are aware that you were applied for a loan that you hadn't then you can go to the insurance companies for assistance to see how you can actually go and rectify it most of the times you will simply have to go and say that this loan wasn't taken by you and you have to take the pains of proving that it wasn't you and at that point a fraud will get uncovered and a lot of other things will happen the credit bureau will will be updated based on how you inform them how the insurance company helps you inform them and then your credit uh, score should go back to normal that's how ideally it should happen however this takes a lot of time and effort and the insurance company might have a panel based on their offering that will guide you as to how to go about doing it because the first thing you'll have to go is go and file for an fir because you have to say that i have been frauded against this loan i didn't take now that fir will be the basis of uh, various steps you uh, take next so at this point back to your question will an insurance company assist you yes by providing you guidance how to go about doing it depending on the insurance company some provide some don't but th- that is the value that the insurance company will provide you shouldn't face any losses uh, because you wouldn't be forced to pay back that loan because you can always go and say i never got that loan because you can show the money trail that the money never reached your bank account Sorry, it's a detailed answer, but as you can understand, these are not easy trivial matters anymore. It's becoming very and very detailed. These cyber crimes. So, I mean, there are something uh, you know, some insurance policies which comes uh, which covers theft insurance also. So, I mean, just getting confused between this theft insurance thing and the cyber insurance thing. So, are these the same or like there's a difference or there are like technical difference between the policies? Let me which covers uh, yes. theft. So theft insurance is very easy to understand in the physical world. If you had a phone that got stolen, then the phone had a certain value you had paid to buy, and then the insurance will cover a certain amount of it. Your phone might be ten years old, so it will not cover the full price. But if your phone was two days old and you left it in your house, which was fully locked, and you had a theft insurance, which is a home insurance, it'll get covered. Now let's look at the cyber equivalent of it. If okay. somehow money gets stolen from your bank account. while you had your password as well as your two factor authentication you didn't share it yes there'll be coverages but that use case is very limited the a bank's systems will need to be uh, breached in order for that to happen otherwise a bank system is pretty uh, strong in terms of avoiding uh, such situations now if you kept any sort of and this is where uh, it's get starting to get interesting in today's date if you kept any of your um Uh, uh financial assets which are more uh, softer nature like crypto now you could be holding certain crypto assets in your laptop and the insurance policy might cover that as well the reason i say is might the policy has to be uh, very clearly calling that out so that in that case that's a theft of an asset um 
and lastly i mean you you are trying to say like theft from the laptop itself so if i have kept something in my laptop and somebody you know steals it so yes. that's a theft but that has to be through online you know because uh, i mean uh, uh there has to be a internet connection or some sort of you know connectivity i mean there can be data like one can steal the data through um, like pen drive or something like that or like anything any of the hard days. so you are absolutely right so it is a financial asset on my laptop or my google drive however the case might be and uh, it got stolen and that could come under the purview that, that has to be linked to yeah i mean online no so cyber means online i mean online theft because it has to be a a a soft asset right not a hard asset because the moment you mention it's a hard asset uh, cyber insurance will not come in the purview so uh, it okay. is uh, the way it is a digital asset the right word to use in this case is it has to be a digital asset and then it will come under the purview of cyber okay so like what sorts of attack uh, results in cyber insurance there is thousands of attacks possible okay let me say what okay. kind of events triggers a cyber insurance coverage uh, because the, the the number of attacks are paramount it will not take a a quick call between us to go through them there is a, a list of top 25 attacks from owasp uh that one can look at and you know top list of attacks that are constantly happening uh but let's go back to what are the uh, uh, triggers a cyber insurance comes into play when there is a loss so uh, let's assume my antivirus picked up oh i had a virus on my laptop okay so i yes. didn't have an antivirus after two months i installed antivirus and suddenly say oh i had three viruses in my laptops but those viruses unless i prove led to a loss on my end the cyber insurance will not kick in insurance just the way it has been designed for centuries it will kick in when there is a financial loss okay some okay. cyber insurance companies provide value added services saying if you find abc let's say i am locked out of my facebook and i feel somebody has taken over they might provide certain assistance to help you to get your control back but those are value added services that is not really where the insurance kicks in. so is it is it necessary to have anti virus installed in the system to get cyber insurance yes you you've got you've asked a very good question from a commercial insurance point let's say for a company all laptops need to have some sort of an antivirus before they are eligible to get insurance from a personal insurance point of view they will ask similar questions so i can't exactly comment on the insurers uh different insurers would have different requirements uh, but it is expected they would request uh you to have an antivirus on your laptop and all your financial transactions covered under a two factor authentication uh these two would be some things that insurers look at because these two reduce the risk significantly uh from any attack thank you subhajit for giving us your valuable time and thank you listeners for listening to why not meet money for listening in we're also available on livemin.com and if you're old school then do pick up a copy of min for some insightful coverage if you have any questions you want us to address do reach us out at ht smartcast we are present on twitter facebook and insta and if you want to connect over email write in to us at mintmoney@livemin.com until next time it's bye bye 
This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.